just over the top. I've never seen it like it. I don't have a whole lot of notes. And I watched this episode two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. So it's been a while. I have so many recordings. Are you kidding, dude? I have tons of recordings because the mention not only of sight and sound but of mind. Damn it! That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. Ordering in Wonderland's Twilight Zone. nameless worker of the dirt who plotted behind a mule furrowing someone else's land and he looked up at a hot central american sun and he pledged the impossible he made a vow that he would lead an avenging army against the tyranny that put the ache in his back and the anguish in his eyes and now one year later the dream of the impossible has become a fact in just a moment we will look deep into this mirror and see the aftermath of a rebellion in the twilight zone Good, good, good microphone work over there. I like it. Thank you. Welcome to the Twilight Zone review. Wow, I, I should, I should start over. I failed myself. Uh, anyway, uh, episode seventy-eight. Today's episode three hundred six. The Mirror uh, debut October twentieth, nineteen sixty-one. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Lynx. I feel like it's been a while since I've done a show. I've kind of out of rhythm. I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Dude, it's taken us like th- two weeks. To get us back in a rhythm, Missy and I, with ICP, but we're finally getting there. Because we took like a month off, sort of. Sort of? Well, we did a show here and there, but nothing like we used to, like in a repetitive motion. Like, you know what I mean? Keeping a schedule, doing all like the scheduling of drivers and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it took a month off of that. Well, so now when we're back to it, it's like, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit different. It's When you take some time off especially because we did two a week pretty solidly for a while there and then we took a little bit off there but we're yeah, there was there was certain factors that presented themselves to make it like that yeah it's gonna be off for a couple more weeks but we'll, we'll figure it out so frank yeah, so what, what are you doing yeah. are you are you did you change your schedule up for, for the next three weeks at work or something i did or just this week i did oh, okay exciting radio for the for the listeners <laughs> Uh, I just wanted to know for my personal benefit, they can go scratch if they don't want to hear it. Yeah, go to hell. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be off for a little bit. We're not going to release two episodes every Wednesday for a couple more weeks, but we'll get back into it. Um, we're not going to miss the podcast podcast at all, though. That's a that's a promise. We'll figure that one out. It's a staple of of, Amer- of Americana. Well, that and it's already mapped out in IMDb for the next few episodes, so we have to stick to it. So, anyway, uh, today's episode is The Mirror. Uh, Peter Falk is Ramos Clemente, like we heard there. He's a dirt person, apparently. And then, uh, yeah, it sounds like you really like this episode. Is that, am I am I correct in that? Si, senor. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I I like it. Oh, Phoenix West, the dumb one. <laughs> Flawless accent there. Flawless. I'm trying. It, I, I will get there by the end of the show. <laughs> it doesn't sound horribly racist at all. Well, you know how the Twilight Zone kind of mirrors like uh, political situations and, uh, you know, they kind of uh, hint at this is, what's, this is what we're really talking about. This one doesn't even try to hint. It's just is. They might, well, they might as well. <laughs> they even mentioned Castro twice. Did they? I didn't <laughs> yeah, notice that. The priest? Oh, the did he? The priest did. And, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Castro and Batista, which are two, you know, real communists that lived. Uh, the, God, the, the, the dictator that the fake Castro w- overthrew um, uh, called them the Batista. And then the priest called him uh, 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 Castro. Okay, okay. Yeah. But his real name's but his name's Clemente in the in the show. Viva Clemente! Viva, 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 viva! Just keeps going, just keeps going. 
I just want to throw in uh, Clemente is the last name of our third running back uh, on the Eagles going to the Super Bowl tomorrow. Just saying. <clears throat> just want to throw that in there. I don't know why that's It's, it's totally not relevant at all. Well, viva Clemente, all right? Viva! Viva la Super Bowl. No, the big <laughs> game. Viva la Americana football. E. La. Again, those uh, those speech classes, those uh, you know, learning that accent is really paying off. The dividends are just uh, really. We're we're gonna be rich here with that accent. So it was you, Alessandro. <laughs> you think you can get the jump on me? <laughs> Viva! Viva! No. So <laughs> I'm gonna do it for the whole episode. He does it for a solid minute, does he not? He does it for 22. <laughs> no, just saying the word Viva. I was like, okay, we get it. Viva. Does he? Yeah, when they're like, he, he he goes outside in the beginning and he's doing this like the most friendly dictator ever. He's like, hello, like, how you doing, everybody? What's going on? Hey, God, yeah. Oh, hey, hey, I see you down there. Uh, thanks for the casserole last night. He's just Don't doing you guys all... go anywhere. There's going to be somebody coming out this balcony real soon. <laughs> yeah. Catch him. It'd be a game. But then he comes back in. And they're like, they're all celebrating still. They're all fucking popping bottles and shit. And smoking, smoking fucking fatties there. And he's like, and they're all like, viva, viva. And then he starts doing that. He just keeps going. and go- I, I was hoping you'd have it. The viva I do, part, I do. Oh, good, good. Hopefully you have all 10 minutes of the viva part. Uh, I, I hope so, because I don't even remember it. Oh, yeah. It's it's special. It is something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what clip you're going to play. I don't know how much to talk about before you get that ready. Uh, it, uh, here we go. Sometime. It'll play eventually. Until oh, then, we're stuck. It would help to turn on my uh, mixing board. I'm going to place you against the wall. No, no, no. That's a cheap death for underlings. The firing squad is for followers, not for leaders. No, no, General, you're too good, too good. Okay, skip, skip the head a little bit there. Yeah, you should um, just number the clips by, or label the clips by numbers. I have it by time, so I figured it would be, you know, real close to the intro. I could tell it was toward the end because he was very angry. I know. No, no, no. Actually, it's, uh, it is the beginning because he's screaming the entire thing. Oh, that's yeah, when he's, that's true. he's, yeah, that's when he's, is that when he's uh, chewing out to cruise? Yeah, this is when yeah, like like this is when um uh, Clemente like uh, cheers his uh his guys cuz that's like about the beginning of it. His generals. Yeah, and he and he each one is or oh no, here it is. Oh yeah, this is it. You hear that? You hear that? Viva Clemente, viva Clemente, viva, 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 viva. Viva Clemente! Viva! 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 Now they're just saying from, 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 from Clemente. Viva's long live. Like Viva Las Vegas, uh, ha from Las Vegas, right? No, long live. Viva means long live. Well, viva means life, so long live. It's, it's, a, it's a phrase. I apologize for my wife in the background for playing something while we're doing a podcast. Uh, That's all right. We're recording right now. Phoenix. Yeah. Are we not recording a TZ podcast right at this moment? We are. Shake your head. She can't hear you. Say, Missy, say hi to everybody. Hi. <laughs> yep. Brian Dawkins is going to the Hall of Fame. Who? Very, very teasy related. Who is? Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins, you know. The man that just had to get paid one more time by Denver, but retiring as an Eagle. Yeah. Oh, those guys. But mm-hmm. I love me some Dawkins, don't get me wrong. That man is a beast. <laughs> Sounds like you have mixed emotions on him. I didn't like when, when him going to Denver. Yeah, what are you gonna do? 
uh, not go to Denver, Brian. <laughs> got to do what he's got to so, do. I mean, look, uh, let's see. McNabb did it when he cashed in on your team and took the money and run and then committed rape. Uh, then, you know, Brian, <laughs> uh, Brian uh, Westbrook, same thing. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, Dawkins did it. Um, I'm trying to think of like other great Eagles that like oh, Randall Cunningham way past his prime taking uh, another Vikings check with him. Here's, here's why I don't care. The sports sports world, they don't give a shit about you at some point. So why should you give a shit about them? Go where, go where you want to go. I don't, it doesn't bother me when someone leaves my team. It, it's a business. That's all it is. Oh, yeah, I get it. I mean, like, and you know what? If somebody's offering you a couple million to play a year, who's going to say no? Especially in football when the contracts aren't guaranteed. Fucking do what you got to do, man. Get the fuck out of there. Go back. Who cares? It doesn't matter. All it's going to take is you going to get hurt, you know? Well, quarterbacks can, like, you know, post up if they're good and just, like, I'm going to ride up my career here. Like, Drew Brees, like, he can do that. But some running backs, they don't have long careers, most of them. So they got to go where the money is, you know, for – uh, I, I get it. I, I agree. I would say the running back position is about the most. Uh, you get beat up the hardest in that in that position. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I I finally found the part where it it gets crazy. I, I, now clue in on the first guy he cheers because I have no idea what he calls him. Uh, but none of my uh, you know. <laughs> Let, let's see what you say. You got really unsure of yourself there. You hear that? You hear that? Viva Clemente, viva Clemente, viva, 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 viva. Okay, I just played the same one over again. I'm sorry. I noticed. Did you? It could have been him continuing on with his viva. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where is it? I want a I listener out like... there to compile like a percentage. <laughs> uh, do you know? Do you know why I laugh? I laugh because there is so much, so much stuff bubbling inside of me, and I didn't know in the beginning. I didn't know when this moment would happen, how I would react to it, what I would do if I would drink or laugh or get drunk or I didn't know. Fuck. <laughs> what makes a man drunk? Wine or that mob screaming his name? Viva, viva, viva. Pause. I'm going to guess the, the, the booze. Yep. I don't know. Okay. Clinically, the booze. I don't I'm know. I'm going to make a toast to you. I'm going to toast... My friends. Cristo the ball. To Cristo the ball one. To Delisandro, the dedicated one. To Tabal, the quiet one. To Garcia, the strong one. To the four lieutenants of the revolution. To the new heads of the government. It's definitely not Cuba. Uh, okay, so um, the first one is it? Is he the bald one? Bald one, I would assume. He could be the bald one. I, I don't know. I think his terrible Castro accent made it sound <laughs> like bald, but he's bald. <laughs> to Crystal, the guy with a huge dong. Like, he's, <laughs> oh god, and they're all like so proud. Like, yeah, I'm the bald one. I'm the bald one. Damn right. I so smug. <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> uh, waiting on that. Waiting on that new podcast years. <laughs> huh? Huh? What? You'll figure it out and later. She's a podcaster, folks. I just wanted to preface this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't have to go anywhere. How about you hit mute or put some headphones. earbuds in? <laughs> uh. So, uh, uh, should we put a hundred fifty bucks on? Nah, you're fine. Anyway, uh, 
the podcast podcast. Uh, the offshoot of that one is the divorce podcast. It's in steady leading work here. It's coming soon. <laughs> Let's talk about this episode. Uh, whatever happens in this episode. Uh, I have notes here. I don't. I don't give a shit. I, I like this episode, but it's kind of like a, I don't know. It's like a little mini play, like most of the episodes. This one is very isolated. We literally never leave this room. Not one single shot is outside of this room. Nope. Other than the patio, which is still technically shows that room. Yeah, yeah, the balcony, I don't don't think counts. Yeah. Uh, So the whole fucking episode is set up by the fact on this throwaway line which seemed like De Cruz was making it up because they they take they basically oh, they overthrew whatever the fuck country they're in. It's definitely not Cuba though. Uh, it can't be Cuba because they mentioned Castro. So there goes Cuba. So it's anywhere but Cuba. Let's just say it's Canada. They take over Canada, and then they uh, the old leader of Canada is like his name is De Cruz. He comes out and he's like, then they, the fucking guy taunts him. Peter Falk's character taunts him, and De Cruz is like, "Well, that's fine, but." Take a look at this painting on the wall. It, it's, it was cursed by some gypsies, <laughs> what the fuck he says. And it's like, you will see the the faces of your assassins or whatever. And it seemed like, didn't it seem like he was making it up? Uh, uh, well, he said a lot way before the mirror, though. Yeah. It was pretty interesting. I'm not saying, it, yeah, definitely. But I, didn't it feel like as he was walking out in that room, Ready to you know, go get executed, whatever the fuck they're going to do with him. Uh, didn't it seem like he's like, and then there's this mirror, and it's uh, cursed. And you'll see yeah. the, like, like he's like the worst at improv, like in the faces of your children, no, assassins. Haha. It, it, it might have been this, that, and he's just planted this seed in Peter Falk's head that just ruined him. And I kind of like that version better, honestly, than an actual, you know, Fucking cursed mirror. It, it it was almost like um like no wait 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 I just want to prolong the inevitable a little bit more and then it but hey the mirror does turned out to be cursed. Well, not necessarily. Or was it in his head? That's what I'm saying. I, I prefer to see it just as in his head because they don't go into the backstory in the mirror other than he got it and was cursed. Like it seemed like he was making it up on the way out of the room and just trying to fuck with him and it totally works. That's what that's what I prefer. Again, I go I like more the. Uh, realistic version than the, you know, cursed mirror haunted car thing that we had before. Uh, I don't know. That's just me though. Either way, I, I like what happens because, uh, the rest of the episode is just fucking Clemente freaking out and killing his men one by one. Or, you know, at one point he kills two of them, <laughs> but he opens the patio. Well, yeah. well, well yeah. he doesn't do it. He has other people do it, but Oh God, he kills one. Like, I mean, <laughs> well, he kills, yeah, he kills two, and then he gives he calls the guards down there. He's like, yeah, you, you know, you know those two lieutenants that you've been fighting behind, kill them as soon as they walk out the door. That's yeah. an order, quick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. He he sees the one of them, Del, Desandro, Delisandro. He sees him like with a machine gun, and then he th- he just grabs him and throws him out the fucking balcony. <laughs> And I'm like, those are some soundproof French doors because it's like silence. And they open, right when they open up, ah, viva. It's like, well, love it. I got a recording of, of that whole open the door thing. It's like, how is it so quiet in this room when that's going on? Because it's when he's got the, the, I guess the guy they're overthrowing. And he, I think, I thought he was going to throw him off the balcony first, but he didn't. But it was like, uh, that's what the crowd wants or something like that. What do I want or something? I don't know. Uh, Ah, uh, you want to hear it? Yeah, I'm always okay. up for clips. Great, as long as they uh, play the right one. Uh, I'm on top of it. Is this the clip of him throwing him out, or is this the clip of them talking after? Uh, actually, before this is the clip of him, um, you know, basically saying, um, uh, what do we call it? Um, basically saying, you know, uh, he he's talking to. Uh, do they ever say the guy's name who they take over? De Cruz. That's it. Uh, De Cruz, Mister De Cruz. I underestimate you, Mister De Cruz. <laughs> yeah, was he a Bond villain? <laughs> no, it's from. Um, uh, it's the same name from from the guy from. Um, the, you know the 
gold. Real oh, gold. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The uh, uh, Rip Van Winkle caper, which I can never say. That, you know what I'm saying. That's it. You know what words I'm putting together. <laughs> the Rip some Van Winkle caper is what I'm referring to. <sighs> I'm cursed to never be able to say that. <laughs> For some... If for some reason, I was just, uh, you know, like, blow, blown away by that. I don't know why. It was funny. See, the the good thing is Are you I have play it? these time-stamped. Is it this one? I think it might be this one. Yep. It was the Avenging Angels. Eh? <laughs> Gentlemen, you will soon be disillusioned. Oh, wait. Okay, first he does this. Yep, I'm sorry. Yep, this is it. Brace you against the wall. No, no, no. That's a cheap death for underlings. The firing squad is for followers, not for leaders. No, no, General, you're too good, too good. For you, I'm going to strip you naked and cover you with honey, and then I'm going to tie you to the ground under a hot sun, and then I'm going to let the ants at you. And every time that you scream, I'm going to drink wine. And every time that you pray for mercy, I'm going to laugh aloud. I'm going to wrap around. I want you to take a long time to die the cross. One part death for every acre of land you stored, and one part death for every morsel you took out of a peasant's mouth, and one part death for every voice that you stifled by decree. I will not oblige you, Clemente, with a cry or a plea. You can strip off my flesh because it is there for you. I won't finish any sentences to you. I will cut my audio off just randomly. Without any what? You gonna no? I I, I don't happened. No, just died. De Cruz died. Did no, this? I, I don't know what happened to my recording. I'm sorry. No, it doesn't matter. We're good. So, no, we're good. Stop playing it. Uh, no, you're still playing it. There we go. With a cry horribly. You can strip off my flesh because it is there for you and easily done. But my manhood. My manhood, you greasy little peon. This, this is as far from you as the moon. Did you, did you call him a peon or a pear? Peon. Uh, yeah, it, it was Spanish. Uh, he called him a peon. <laughs> I thought he was, you, you tiny little pear. <laughs> a little erotic there. Ooh, you're sweet like a pear. He did call him a peon, but yeah. very Spanishy. Yeah. <laughs> and then right from there, it goes to this crazy lunacy that uh, he starts spitting out. It's it's pretty. It's good stuff. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, like there's so much. There's so many good, like just gold in this whole episode. Because the the accent from the main uh, actor, what's his name again? Ford. Peter Falk or something. Falk, yeah. It's just Fucking insanity. Columbo. This is the episode that has a bigger fake beard budget than the Howling Man. Oh, did you see the first one? The bald, the bald one. He's making up for it in facial hair. <laughs> I love this. There's so many fake beards. Avenging angels, eh? <laughs> gentlemen. You will soon be disillusioned. You are me. You are the Cruz. You are Batista, you are Castro, you are Trujillo, you are the keepers of the crab bags. Oh, you can wave your flags and pull up your statues and embrace all the people, from the oldest to the youngest, but we are all the same breed. We are the spoilers. We care for no one, no one but ourselves. presents his case, and we are his best witnesses. We corroborate everything he says. You cannot help but do it. You think uh, this room, the people out there, you think these are the fruits of victory? The spoils, they are simply a legacy, Clemente, what I pass on to you. Power you shall have, General Clemente. 
Certainly power enough to make you giddy. But there are other things in the inheritance, and you will find them soon enough. Here. I thought we just played the whole goddamn clip. Whole goddamn oh, episode. I did it again. God damn it. No, we're good. That was way too long. <laughs> just kept going. Yeah, it was just the spoils and all that good stuff, and they're great, and he's whatever. And he, yep. ma- he mentions yep. fruits again. But, but, like, right after that, he he literally a second after that is the mirror. Yeah. So, he... I was... I see you have found my mirror, too. An old woman brought it to me. Ten years ago, when I first taken over, she said it was magic. She said by looking into it, I could see the faces of my assassins. <laughs> that is right. Look deep, General Clemente. Find out who your assassins are. You will see them in that mirror. You will see them in the mirror, in the dark corners. You will see them in the crowd. You will see them everywhere. There you go. Dun, dun, dun. So why didn't he see Clemente coming and not be there? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He made it up on the way there out the room go. just to fuck with him. That's all I think I, it was. And it worked. <laughs> had to be. He's made him paranoid. And then he ruined himself. He did it just to set him up for failure. I love it. I don't know. That's how I see it, though. Because he immediately starts killing his own men, and then he has a thousand people fucking executed two at a time, and it's like, there's no time for trials. There's no time for that. Line them up and shoot them. Throws the guy off the balcony. He has other two guys who he sees in the mirror as well, like in hilarious fashion, ready to kill him. They leave. He's like, oh, go get that guy. Go watch him. I don't trust the crews. He, go watch him. And then he calls the phone, like we mentioned earlier. He calls the guard shack, and he's like, it felt like he was calling into his son's school. And he's like, hey, uh, hey, yeah, it's me. Yeah, it's Clemente up in the office. Hey, I know you got a lot going on on there, but, you know, if you, if you could, <laughs> do you mind uh, shooting those guys on site? It'd be cool if you did. Thank you. And it was, like, so weird. It didn't feel like a, it didn't feel threatening at all. It just felt like he was making a casual call. Very strange. He was ordering a pizza. But yeah. it's a pizza murder. <laughs> exactly. And then the one guy, who was the last guy left alive? Uh, Chris, Crisco, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just him and those two hanging out, and he's like, he's giving him shit the whole time. Oh, he's pushing him over and over and over. Yeah, yeah he wants to see what's going to happen. He's just poking him. And then... It was so dumb when he saw him in the mirror, and he was holding the glass. He's like... <laughs> It was like Vanna White in the mirror. Like, look at this wine. <laughs> yeah. You could win a glass of poison. Yeah, he was just presenting it. Um, well, let's find out what happened to Christo here after our commercial break, which I do not remember making, and I'm kind of uh, curious to see what it's going to be because I have no idea. <laughs> Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. So there you are, a white actor in Hollywood, and you want to play a Cuban. Whoa, my friend, I got some news for you. What you're going to need is some Anderson shoe polish. Just rub it on your face, and there, you're a Cuban. Anderson shoe polish. (laughs) (laughs) What am I I doing with my life? (laughs) Wouldn't they be Jamaican? I have no idea. I don't remember making that at all. <laughs> uh, wow! Yeah, it's it's like someone else made it. That's what I feel Haitian, like sometimes. Maybe, huh? <laughs> Haitian or Jamaican? Maybe with that, or or is it brown shoe polish? It's brown shoe polish. Oh well, there you go. Just a little bit, just enough to get it. You know, so you're not so white. You know, just a little bit, a little glazing, like a turkey. Definitely put some, you know, compound down first. Yeah, you get him. You know, get some stick there. I mean, just, yeah, I <laughs> I've never gone and bought that at CVS. No. Nope. So, Christo, he sees him giving the wine in the mirror, and uh, let's see, fucking Clemente. I don't know what even what this means. I, I wrote a note. I have no idea. He fucking shoots him, I guess, is the end result of Christo. <laughs> he turns around, he's like, here, just have some wine. It'll calm me down. He's like, why are you giving me that wine? And swats it out of his hand. 
And then they argue, and then he fucking just shoots the guy. And then I, he, he does the slowest, I, slowest death ever. I, what? No, go ahead. No, I was done. Oh, no. I have a... I'm trying to break this habit of going... Uh, uh, when people are talking. I'm oh, trying okay, to okay. knock anyone off. Because I notice I do that too much for my liking. I, I'm pretty good at, like, when you start talking, I go, what? and I just cut my sentence off, and I wait. But honestly, uh, he he, kill, he shoots him, and he just he takes the longest to die. Just, like, walks around the room being like, you're all alone now, Clemente. You're all alone. You're all alone, Holmes. You know what I'm saying? He might as well be talking like that. <laughs> now nobody knows how to fix your civic hatchback. I was the only one that kept it running. <laughs> you see? Who's going to apply your Anderson shoe polish? Just really milking his death scene, walking around the room, like taking forever to die, just chewing the guy out over murdering him. And I'd be really like, what the fuck, dude? Come on. Overreaction much. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, thought you were playing a clip there of Christo uh, dying. No, I, I'm, I'm actually, um, I mean, I have, I have him uh, throwing the first guy out the window, which I thought was classic. Is he going to translate to audio well, though? What? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Because he talks the whole time. Okay. <laughs> Basically, um, it's when he, like, literally, Batista goes out the door, and he looks right in the mirror, and instantly, the bald one, uh, you, you know what I mean? The, uh, the, the ball and Garcia. Uh, no, it was just the one guy, the first guy. It was just one guy. He, I think he has a knife or something. Oh, yeah, I think so. He like he he sees him flipping a knife out, but he's just sitting there like, what? What's the matter? Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because first guy out the window. This is what. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty quick though. Here we go. I love that he does it in front of everybody. I saw you. Ramos, what's the matter? I saw you in the mirror. I saw you with a gun. What gun? Ramos. You sound like some, some demented man. Well, it would have to be you. I should have known that it would be you. You more or less, you dedicated one. It would have to be you. I knew that. <laughs> 40 stories. <laughs> yeah. I I I guess they're in a forty-story building. Can you yeah, do the never dialogue? Hear him hit the ground. Can you do his dialogue <laughs> like you're going to throw me off a building? Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to about to throw you off the building, Phoenix. <laughs> Splat! <laughs> Jesus Christ! The guy fell forever. I know. <laughs> I, I was expecting, like, you know, like... Four uh, stories guests. at the most. <laughs> yeah. And that oh, crowd dude. must be humongous to get that loud of, uh, like, you know, I can hear them, but you can't hear him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was, like, seven people. You can hear, like, distinct voices in the crowd. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, Dios mio. <laughs> like, you can, just, you can just hear people. But then... It, it, it's, I felt like just the way he's looking at the crowd, he was like four stories up because he wasn't looking straight down. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if he was a forty stories out. up, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it looks like he must be low enough that he sees out. His the, his dialogue on the way down in the dialogue, the scream, he should be looking straight down at this crowd. It yeah. didn't match yeah, up with what we're saying. We're really calling this episode out. We're not taking this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of like we're angry. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, because after that, uh, yeah, he he got the gun, and the two guys in the mirror. He he just keeps looking in the damn mirror. He kills a guy right over to the mirror. <laughs> yeah. How did that work out? Oh shit! They're still after me. Shit! Killed the other two guys by calling up my fucking son's school, or order a pizza, and I'll have them killed by somebody else. And then I'll throw the, uh, I'll shoot the other guy, and he'll die slowly. I'll give me shit the entire way down. And then a priest will come in. He'll give me shit, too. Cause that, that priest comes in and just chews him out for like five solid minutes. And he's like, this is how all dictators go down. They all fall. They all you know, turn on themselves. And 
you know, the greatest enemy is yourself. And then don't, I bet if you look in that mirror, you might as well just said that. Like, you're going to you know, see yourself, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I'm sure you have the ending here. So let's just go ahead and play it there if you want to get that pulled up. It's by a, the father. The father really digs at him. Like, he does. The father said more hurtful, like, messed <laughs> up shit to Clemente slash Castro, right? And I was expecting the father to go out the window any second with this in his cannon. <laughs> that would be amazing. I mean, especially <laughs> if they did a harsh cut where it's like him being like, you know, father, I th- you know, father, I think you're right. And then harsh cut to him falling out the window. <laughs> We'd thrown out. That would have been funny. But, you know, he lives. Father, you cut me deep, essay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so stereotypical. But that's, what, that's the fun of, uh, you know, the Spanish. Um, <laughs> well, when you have a white fucking actor playing this, <laughs> literally like fucking polish on his face and a, and a fake beard and fake mustache, we get to we get to do the accent because we're making fun of him doing the accent, not the people's. Uh, even if I was making fun of the people's, I don't give a shit. But it's it's him being like, like it's a it's a not as bad as Al Pacino and Scarface to me, but it's close. <gasps> Blasphemy! He does a terrible fucking. You cockroach. Al did a great Cuban. No. You fucking cockroach. Cockroach. It's like a... Zach de la Rocha. What script are you reading, Al? There's no A in that word. Yeah, it's a, it's a Christopher Walken going through his own script and adding pauses. This is what basically what he's doing. He's adding A's and O's to his dialogue. Dude, we got to do like a serious Walken-esque uh, movie review soon. Like, what? What do you think the best movie with the best walk-in-esque quotables is? Like, uh, do you mean really good movie, or do you mean like fun to watch? Bad, you know, good. Because it, it it could be good, could be bad, but it's got to have great walkinisms in it. Walkinisms. I think one of his best speeches is going to be in a uh, true romance. First one that came to my mind. There's some great stuff in there that he says. Some really racist stuff in there. That's just fun to listen to. It's real fun. Uh, and then, yeah, obviously, you got the Pulp Fiction watch scene. and uh, Classic. Yeah, man. Great walking stuff. Trying to, try to think of another one where it, not for nothing, but they kind of went a little overboard with the walkingisms in that one Sean, or uh, with The Rock and. Uh, that chick that just got breast implants. What's her face? Um, uh, anyway, and uh, Sean William Scott, I think his name is. Oh, God. What the fuck are you talking about? They were in the jungle. Oh, oh. There's, anyway. There's two movies that are. he was just in the jungle in recently. One of them was like the Jumanji sequel, and the other one's like, uh, yeah, he did some other movie in the jungle. I, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, and 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 The Rock refused to kill anybody, so he basically, you know, took down an entire uh, camp of mercenaries single-handedly. I didn't see it. Uh, not it was really, a great movie. Not really not interested really. in The Rock's movies uh, so much. Uh, nothing against him. He seems like a really great guy, but well, we need to see his movies. Uh, yeah, they don't make much sense most of the time. A little bit of. Beyond belief, I think. When in the, I forget which one it is. One of the Fast and Furious. I think it was the two ago. So seven. He gets put in the fucking hospital for the whole fucking movie. It's the one where, and then he he's like, I gotta go help my friends. I guess I'll break off my cast off my broken arm. And my arm's fine. I guess I'll wield a heavy ass machine gun around like <laughs> fucking Gatling gun. He's holding it. I'm like, your fucking arm's broken. You had a cast on two minutes ago, and you broke that arm three days ago. Why are you just... <laughs> he's just like, I don't feel like being broken anymore. Ugh, I'm ready to go. By the power of will, I force my bones back together. And that was when I checked out of Fast and Furious again. <laughs> I checked out of Fast and Furious when they drug those, that, that safe around with two Mustangs. I could never do that. No. Yeah, that bothered me too, but it was at least exciting to watch. I'll give it that. Yeah, that, that's the best uh, Fast and Furious movie for me, Fast Five. Um, me, it was Tokyo Drift, but go on. Oh, that one. That one. That I one, was that joking. Yeah, joking. Yeah. I finally watched that. I, I, I've seen like every other Fast and the Furious movie. 
So if it's if it's even numbered, I don't know what the fuck it is. If it's odd numbered, I've seen it. That's what I'm going at. I, I watch every other. Did you get to see the one where Tyree first came on and it was like him and Paul Walker? I don't know. Probably not. And they, oh, it was so bad. We hungry. I've seen one, three, five, and seven, and I think I just watched two. A little. Like I'm a, pretty sure it was four. Then no, I didn't see that. You know, it could have been three. Actually, you had to have seen it. Three is Tokyo Drift. No, two is Tokyo Drift. No, that's three because it's too fast, too furious for number two. It's in the fucking okay, title. Okay, that's the one. Okay, yep. number two. I'm sorry. Um. No, I didn't see number two then. I just saw three because I just saw Tokyo Drift a little bit ago. And so yeah, I've seen every, I've seen all the odd ones. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just how it worked out. That one chick that was uh, pretty famous for a little bit but has disappeared. She's also Latino. Michelle She's got Rodriguez. Got a mole right here. Oh. Um. Damn it. Yeah, whatever. Moving on. What's to say it's Salma Hayek? Can move on. Uh, to the father, just uh, basically digging. Oh, the priest, yeah. Here we go. General Clemente. I am Father Tomas. Could you speed it up, Father? No? You will forgive me, General, but this must be said now. What must be said? The executions. They've been going on now for a week. The people are appalled. He waited a week. Is this what we are to expect from the new regime? I have enemies, Father. I have enemies. And as long as I have enemies, the executions will continue. They'll continue 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And if that disturbs the people, well, then if that's... Then what? And let them do something about it. Let them go into caves. Let them starve for a year. Let them raise an army like I did. I don't care what they do. General Clemente. Say hello to my little friend. I love him yelling in there, is there, though. Why? It's the taste of ashes. All right. Oh, that's good stuff. Little star! <laughs> the citizens can starve. They have a great ass. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not far off. <laughs> it really is. The whole time that in the background there, I like that you can still hear people being fucking executed, probably against a wall. It's like two at a time. And then the, the priest is like, I'm going to give it a week. If after seven days they're still killing people, you know, two at a time every 30 seconds, I'm going to go ahead and say something to this guy. Let them know I'm not a fan. Because six days in after 20,000 were massacred because <laughs> yeah. they're apparently enemies of him that were the followers, right? Yeah. They're like, I don't even know the guy. I do. It, <laughs> oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I'm, saying, I'm just saying the priest is uh, kind of okay with it for the first six and a half days. And then the seventh day, he's like, mmm. Starting to get annoying, trying to sleep. They're killing people 24-7. It's really impacting my sleep schedule. Gonna go ahead and say something to him. And then he's like, oh, I guess I'll chew him out while I'm here. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Something like Catholic guilt hey. him. <laughs> I don't fucking... I, he, he does that whole speech here. I don't know if we got that far. Where he's like... You know, all the dictators are the same. You guys always end up turning on yourselves. Really, you're, you're, you know, you nobody else takes you over. You overthrow yourself is basically what he's getting at. And I thought, and he has a gun. You see that, uh, you know, Clemente has a gun. And he go, the priest goes to leave. And then I thought they're going to at least show uh, Clemente look in the mirror and see himself, like behind himself, you know. And then you right. hear the gunshot from outside the room. Uh, but not seeing that kind of makes me go, yeah, it's all in his head. It's like him just tearing himself down just out of paranoia. And it's just collapsing. Yeah. I, uh, let me see here. I, I think I do have that. Um, 
Let's see. Uh, I did have the quiet one speaks. So I thought that was funny because he looks so weird. Did not look uh, Cuban at all. At all. No. The quiet one? Uh, yeah, because when he introduced the four of them, one of them was just the quiet one. Oh. <laughs> so that's from before. Okay. You want to hear it? Uh, sure. Why not? I know. I mean, I eh, I recorded it. I thought it was good. You better play silence right now as a joke. That is what sits heavy on me. Huh? This works heavy on me. The death of a man who was my friend. That puts a hook into my heart. That he slumbered. An assassin. And that is the worst lie of all. That was a lie, Ramos. He was no assassin. <laughs> What's the matter? What's going on? Still at it, huh? You can be it, Amos. You can dunk yourself into an illusion. You can make yourself believe anything. Was that you coughing while recording? Or is that in the show? No, that was me just now. But uh, I, I was coughing because I was laughing because his... He starts off with this over-the-top Spanish accent. Oh, yeah, it drops it. And then, yeah, it just, he he becomes a Southern Californian. <laughs> Real yeah, quick. yeah it, it falls away. Didn't it seem like uh, Clemente was in power about 20 minutes? I know the priest said it was a week, but it seems like it was 20 minutes and all those guys are dead. And he's <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> Apparently he doesn't shower at all because he's wearing the same shit. <laughs> oh, when when they, uh, you know, going back to our Vaseline theory here on the show, um, or Vaseline collection, however you want to look at it, he gets introduced to the mirror by the crews as he's walking out, and he sees the mirror, and they cut back to all the actors, and you see all of them in frame, and uh, Clemente is the only one pouring sweat. Everyone else is like, what's going on? What's he looking at? And he's just fucking drenched. I was like, oh, the Vaseline's back. Yeah. Only yeah, on him. Because he sees him in the mirror and he looks over and they're just not doing anything. He looks back yeah. in the mirror and that's when he starts freaking out. And yeah. that's that's pretty much when you see like it's, you know. For me, that was when you're like, okay, this is going on with him because nobody else is reacting. It, it's not just a dictator mirror. Like if they look in the mirror, they should see Clemente. If it's that really has how the mirror works, because he kills him. He's their assassin. He's their assassins, you know. So yep. the mirror doesn't work. It's on his fucking head. So he's just freaking. The f- it's just a fucking paranoia at this point. I love it. I love how freaked out he gets and immediately kills one of them. And then just he's like twenty minutes <laughs> in. He's like, we we took uh, fifteen years, lots of suffering. We had to cross thousands of miles in the ocean to get here. And then at twenty minutes in, I killed you, all of you. <laughs> how quickly the downfall goes. It's it's hilarious. Boy, did they raise hell over Elian, huh? Over who? Elian Gonzalez. Oh, over yeah. him? Oh, that's that's Cuba. They're in Canada, keep in mind. Huh? I don't know. I made it up that they took over Canada because it was more amusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, dude, I'm not even joking. I have this recording. It's labeled Nope. Nope. I figured that would make sense to me, but I did record this a week ago. <laughs> so, so I guess we, it's answering you right now. Does it sound familiar? Nope. Let's see. This is General Clemente. That's correct. This is urgent. I want the prison. No, I want the front gate, not the office. Then he calls the school. That's right. Yep. Or this is General Clemente. In a few moments, two men are going to arrive. They are spies, and they are there to be shot on sight. A large pepperoni. Their names are Tobal and Garcia. I know who they are, <laughs> and I know what they are, and they are to be shot. <laughs> That's right. You let me know when it's done. And a two-liter Pepsi, too. Better be within a half hour. I also got breadsticks. Uh, any complaints? None. Right <laughs> uh, here. Yeah. Why should there be? 
pie cut into two pieces is better than a pie cut in five. This is no pie. These are the lies of friends. They were... They were very close. We were very close. You know that. We were like brothers. See, that's what I don't understand. I don't understand how it is that I could crush them out. And I don't think about it. I don't fear it. I just crush them. Men cannot be brothers in the sessions. You must expect this from now on. This is a long one. When no, man to the has end. power, he has enemies. Nope. And now you have enemies. Enemies, yes, I understand that. But must my friends be my enemies? From now on, Ramos, what? you have no friends. You have followers and you have competitors. That is the breakdown of the world now. You must live with it. Okay, so in that, he says, nope, like... Because he asked him, like, do you have any objections? He goes, nope. <laughs> nah. But it was in the middle of it. And, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny, so I labeled it that, and I didn't remember it. Nope. Oh, there you go. Nope. I just said it. Yeah. See? See? Yeah, yep. It's coming yep. up now. It's making sense now. It's really starting to come into play. And then I have another one. I don't know what it means. It's called My Sufferance, but I'm sure it's Clemente talking to himself. I don't know if I can handle another one. I feel like we watched the whole episode during this. Oh, you're still playing it. Okay. Should we tell him that he was right about the views? Nope. That there are assassins under the bed, in the shadows, and all around the room. Well, you have your freedom and you have your life, but you have them both on my sufferings. Don't throw them away. Yes, General. Dude, that's such a badass kind of line, though. Think about it. I like the dialogue. You have this, that. or you have that, but it's under my sufferance. <laughs> this is a good oh, line. If that's not episode. communist, I don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Canada's known for their uh, communism. Um, it's Cuba. Canada, Cuba. Canada. Um, Actually, Uba. If, uh, Canada. By, uh, Canada. That means no. Oh, <laughs> uh, Frank, what do you think about this episode? Let's wrap up here. Uh, on an IMDb rating, uh, what is it on IMDb anyway? Do it you know? is a six point seven. I gave uh, it. I gave it a seven. I I give it an eight point eight. So nine. Okay. Um, no, you, you have to go off stars on on there. I'm joking. Uh, this is. I like this because of the acting. Made me laugh. Yeah. The story was a little bit crazy, but I liked how it flowed quickly. I liked the play type kind of shows. This definitely was one. And uh, yeah, it had some redeemable, funny qualities to it. Um, the writing, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some good lines in it, but it's good. I like it. It's nothing special. It's an interesting episode. Because I can't think of another one that's like this. That's this on the fucking nose, what they're talking about. Uh, Most of the time, they're a little more subtle. This one, they're just like, let's just fucking have Castro. They didn't have much respect for him back then, right in the heart of the Cuban Cuban Missile Crisis. So I don't think they cared. I think they wanted to piss him off. Probably, yeah. Seems like it. And they sure did make him look like a raving lunatic. (laughs) Yeah. And they had the fucking one guy in the Che hat. Talk to the side there. <laughs> and then, uh, he looked great. Yeah. He's the one holding the knife in the mirror. <laughs> the little sneaking thing. Oh, I, I like it. It's a, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't know how to describe this one because there's, it, it's like you're saying, it's kind of, it's fast paced. It keeps moving. It keeps moving. And then it's just over. <laughs> he fucking shoots himself off camera. Yeah, pretty much everything we've told you and you've heard is the episode. I mean, from beginning to end, really. Yeah, it's literally just Peter Falk screaming at people for 20 minutes. In just a great accent. Yeah. I love it. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah, indeed. But it's not so bad, it's laughable. It's so bad, we're like, this is a curious choice. (laughs) Like, why did they do that? 
just get a couple of Hispanic actors and set up. There's like one guy in there that's <gasps> Hispanic. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. Oh, Frank, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. And we should get out of here. Uh, where, can, where can people find you? Um, I'm at links on Twitter. Uh, ISCP podcast, my main joint, yo. Uh, way off topic radio, drop the A off. On, this is all on Twitter, by the way. Uh, that's my other main joint, yo. Uh, and then this right here, well, the other show I do with the, uh, the incomparable, the bald one, the quiet, not quiet one, and the brave one, Mr. Phoenix West on LIW Studios. Uh, the podcast this podcast and also on this fine show you can find me which you just did at LIW the TZ review of my of my first two shows oh, they're on they're on uh, reddragsradio.com the other two shows LIW studios and Loitering Wonderland on YouTube and LIWstudios.com that's good timing they, they can find me there oh, you went over I'm, I'm sorry I cannot take that yeah, uh, I think he just pitched me. I couldn't tell there. There's so many goddamn plugs. Uh, usually it's 10 seconds, but he went on for a solid minute and a half while he opens up fucking crackers, apparently, or Girl Scout cookies. Yes, you are right. Thin mints. That's what I figured it was. I saw the I saw the box as he passed it by. Anyway, yeah, well, check those well, out. Well, check him out. Shut the fuck up. Uh, go to LAWCS.com. Lord, you want to land on YouTube? Uh, this show is no longer available on YouTube. I took it off because I'm fucking done with YouTube. I, I, I just don't understand them. Fuck them. They're not making it worth it. So fuck them. Dude, I post all my shows to YouTube. I don't know why. I'm done. I'm I'm done. I post my videos there still, but I we had a this show does well on YouTube, like the older ones, but then it just stops. So I don't, I don't care anymore. It's just not worth the the effort anymore. So now we're only available on all those other podcast formats and wherever the hell you get your podcasts. Go find us. Yeah, you know, the the outlets actually give a shit that you're a creator. Yeah. That don't get up the fucking... You have to have a certain amount of subscribers. It doesn't matter how many views you have. If you could have a trillion views, as long as you don't have a thousand viewers, it doesn't fucking matter. It, I don't get it. I don't fucking care. They're making it difficult every step of the way. And I kind of forgot about my ban I had for no goddamn reason for six months on my, my account there. And I don't think they've ever forgiven me for that, what the fuck that was all about. And they just uh, don't... They don't update anything on my side. So I, I'm, I'll get, put my videos there after that. I'm fucking done with them. Don't care. I don't expect to ever make a dime off them. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm, I'm, blame you. I'm back to well, my original theory of fuck YouTube. Everything they yep. do is goddamn difficult. It's just infuriating. Anyway, that's what's going on over here. Um, yeah, share it with a friend, please. If you have Twilight Zone friends, just share us around. Um, we'd appreciate it. Because now we are relying on you. Because it's only an audio format, and people—it's easier to share a video. But now you really got to get your friends that are into podcasting and you know, start sharing it with them. Would appreciate it. And more it. people are. More people are. Indeed. Yeah. And you know what, uh, Phoenix? I was thinking about—we're going to start a Patreon account. It'll be a dollar. You want to throw it at us because you like what you hear and you want to support it? Go right ahead. If not, eh, that should be the only time I ever mention it. Patreon.com forward slash. Uh, LIW the TZ review. There you go. And if if you can, you can. If you can't, we still love you. Is this really set up already? Huh? Is this really set up? Yeah. Oh. It will be by the time they hear this. Okay. Uh, But, and also leave a review on iTunes. It actually, I don't even care if you leave a one star and you just tell us to go fuck ourselves. iTunes still counts that as a legitimate, hey, thumbs up, guys. And I will go fuck myself based off your recommendation. I will definitely fuck myself. I wonder if Rob's, Rod says that at the outro of this. You want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. You see? Then we'll get the All fuck right. out of here. Well, he's got to tell us what we're going to do next week. Oh, my God. Play him. Ramos Clemente, a would-be god in dungarees strangled by an illusion. That will-of-the-wisp mirage that dangles from the sky in front of the eyes of all ambitious men. All tyrants. And any resemblance to tyrants living or dead is hardly coincidental. <laughs> Whether it be here or in the Twilight Zone. Wink, wink. He, he's just saying, he's rubbing it in at that point. Mr. Serling. It's traditional in the great American Western. The climax of any given story is the gun down on the main street. 
Next week, Montgomery Pittman's written a story in which we have our gun down and then go on from there. It's a haunting little item about a top gun as he was alive and his operation after death. This is one for rainy nights and power failures. But wherever you watch it, I think it'll leave its imprint. All right. He said that I think it'll leave its imprint like four times a season already. <laughs> well, it's a very impactful season with lots of imprinting. Let's get out of here. Um, yeah, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Motherfucking Links, y'all. We'll be back for the grave. Uh, not we're not going to be back from the grave. We're going to be back for the review of the grave. To clarify. No, Phoenix is going to be back from the grave because I'm tossing him out the window. Ready? Ready? Uh, you... uh, <laughs> gravity's not working. Oh, wait, no, it is. Uh, Flat Earth, remember? Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> what are we doing? Theater of the mind. <laughs> oh, sad, sad, sad lives we live.